0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellows on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Because nobody circles a wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
2: Go Bills.
0: The Buffalo Bills dig themselves out of a hole to win this one, 26-11 to 11, against the Dolphins in Buffalo on Halloween Day. Hello everyone, welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host Nate, and we're going to discuss the Bills' victory today over the Miami Dolphins, 26-11. to 11. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game. Our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game. And as always, our wall of famers and wall of shamers with some help from our followers on Twitter. We're also going to give away our weekly podcast giveaway. But first, I'm joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike. And fellas, going into this game, uh, right off the bye week, uh, Bill's had a really rough loss uh, before the bye week against Tennessee Titans. We all know about it. We don't have to discuss it again. But uh, against a one in six Dolphins, then team, why
2: bring it up, Nate?
0: <laughs> I uh, uh, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all. I'm moving on. Moving on.
2: Here's what's going to happen. You and John are going to do the whole. The sky is falling because <laughs> it was three three at the half,
0: <laughs> right? That's probably uh, where you were going. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, it, no, well, it was. It was one of those things where the Bills had a chance to really kind of, you know, they they won 35 to nothing against the Dolphins last time in Miami. So you're thinking, well, the Bills will win by at least two or three scores, right? And they did, but uh, for a long time, man, that, that, did, that was not going the Bills' way. And they looked like a team that had literally just come off the loss against the Titans, and, like, they were still dumbfounded by it. Um, that was a rough start to the game, and I think I'll start with uh, – with that one. Obviously the Bills got the W today. Um, but do you think it was just I, I guess I tend to think it was just a matter of the Bills finally clicking offensively in the second half. Um but I think the 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 game was a lot closer than I think the score shows. And I think had the, had a couple of uh things bounced the way that it did uh the other way, then I think we'd be talking about a Bills loss. And we'll get into those those plays and everything a little bit later. But uh but John, I'll start off with you. Um how are you feeling after this after this Bills victory, and uh, and your outlook on the on the on the team going forward?
1: Hey, let's go Buffalo! Come on, we're going to Super Bowl! Come on, there's no doubt about it. Let's go! On, fun fact, on, fun fact: Buffalo hasn't lost an AFC East opponent in 672 days. Come on, wow. we're sweeping the division again, two years in a row. We're going to Super Bowl. We're going to get the bye week still, never a doubt. Let's go!
0: Oh, I like it. I like it. I'm sorry I even asked you that question. That was a dumb question, Mike. Same question. <laughs> thoughts on the thoughts on the win? You never wavered whatsoever, just like John. By the way, I will say that John in the text chat <laughs> during the game was like, "They're gonna lose that in the first quarter." They're like, "We're losing today." <laughs> so, as much as John comes along, comes on, as that as is, uh, is this? It was it was good though. It's good. I, I'm glad John's I, not. I, I live in the moment, Nate. <laughs> of course, John does. Uh, Mike, w- what do you think?
2: I thought it was an entertaining game. I had fun watching. The second half was much better than the first, but I liked how they uh, made adjustments at the half and pulled it out. I thought convincingly to win by 15 in the NFL. And as John said, I think they have a great shot at sweeping the division for the second year in a row. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I like John's 672 days stat. That was a good one. It's like, but like 300 or 400 of those days, there's no football being played. <laughs> It's just funny, Um, but yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it's funny. I went to look back at the stats and see when the last time the Bills lost, because we know that they didn't. They swept the division last year. I'm like, oh, I wonder. I'm going to come across this cool stat. It's like, oh, it's actually they're eleven and zero in the last eleven. But like they lost their last divisional game in twenty nineteen. So the streak is literally whatever happened in twenty twenty and whatever happens going forward. So eight no, all right, we'll take it. We'll take eight no so far in the last eight games. Well you don't um, have to poo-poo the stat. <laughs> so it was just it was just uh one of those games where you're like, hey, they should be pulling away by more than this. It wasn't enough to like really like completely dread or the second half, but you're just like, okay, I'm worried. I'm worried now. I'm worried that something's, you know, something's not going to go right for the Buffalo bills, but they ended up, you know, turning things around in the second half and, and we're going to go into that in a minute. But, uh, th- it was, it was scary for a while. The bills defense was doing its job. I mean, they held the dolphins to three points in the first half. The offense just couldn't, this couldn't get anything going, whether you're talking about, you know, the run game being established, by the way, I don't understand when when the Bills uh, have difficulties at all running the ball, just stop running, just stop altogether and just pass. And then when you look at it, the Bills had no luck really run blocking or pass blocking. I mean, Allen was running all over uh, in the first half and then parts of the second half. And, um, you know, I don't think that they were getting, I mean, the Dolphins were having a lot, of, we're getting a lot of pressure on Josh Allen today. Um, I don't think they had any sacks today, but they were getting a lot of pressure on him and the Bill's offensive line just didn't do him any favors. How many times did we watch like a free rusher just go straight through to Allen? It felt like way too often. And so much to to the effect that they changed, you know, offensive lineman personnel um, towards the end of the game, you know? So um, it meant, that much, uh, and I think we're really seeing some some huge deficiencies on on the offensive line. Of course, there was an injury; Spencer Brown was out. Um, but Spencer Brown is a rookie, and you know they didn't necessarily have him pegged as a starter at the beginning of the season. Um, um, I'd I'd say that that was the biggest disappointment today. It definitely wasn't Josh Allen. Um, partly the play calling, mostly the offensive line, um, in my opinion. All right, let's go into our uh, stats of the game.
2: Stats of the game. Done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So you're telling me there's a chance? Oh, well, people can come up with statistics to
0: prove anything, can't. 40% of all people know that. Our stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. I start with the Bills' side of the ball. Josh Allen, twenty nine for forty two, two hundred and forty nine yards, two touchdowns. Fire emoji rating for Josh Allen's performance today. I'll go first. Um, I'm going to give him three and a half stars. I thought, I thought it was a good game, not great. It was obviously above average. Uh, I was happy he didn't turn the ball over. Um, so I think I'm going to to give him a three and a half stars on that. Um, you know, it was against a good defense, but then again, it was this was a defensive he hung up 35 points on last time so uh i think with minus uh Trubisky getting a touchdown but uh i let's john i'll go with you next um who how many fire emojis would you give would you rate josh allen's performance today i i give him
1: at least 4 i mean he he had like if you combine his total yardage from scrimmage like rushing and passing i guess it's not from scrimmage right rush scrimmage is passing and rushing his yardage, passing, and rushing combined, he accounted for like, what, eighty over 85% of the offense, and he had three touchdowns. I mean, that's pretty damn good, um, so I, I got to give him at least four, for four. sure. Uh,
0: he didn't turn the ball over, right? Yeah, let me double-check. He fumbled it, but he did not lose it. Mike, three and a half or four, I feel like you're going to lean more towards four you're
2: a pessimist but but rightly so i agree with john uh certainly a tale of two halves but Allen is what makes the bills go right like that's a huge part of what. up like you look at the other teams in the afc east and around the nfl it really comes down to the quarterback play and no turnovers for Allen. beat him by 50 i would say a resurgence dolphins defense by 15 account for three touchdowns made smart plays um kept drives going on third down i'd i'd have to give him four
0: yeah you know what now that you mention it the rushing added in uh the completion percentage being 69 percent. i mean yeah yeah okay all right all right i'll move my rating up you've convinced me john four stars four fire emojis sorry not stars jeez that was so stupid who measures anything in stars it's obviously fire emojis four fire emojis um cole beasley zero for one today zero yards passing zero fire emojis in my humble opinion Kobeasley passing, uh, second leading passer on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, f- leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen again. To, to John's point, eight carries for fifty-five yards, one touchdown, six point nine yards per carry. Devin Singletary, Devin Singletary ran the ball for seven carries for twenty-eight yards at four yards per carry. Zach Moss eight carries for nineteen yards, two point four yards per carry. Leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, third and Cole Beasley, ten receptions for 110 yards on 13 targets. Can we finally call him third and Cole? Because he had at least like three first downs on third down. And uh I feel like that's that just that just proves my point even more. But um we don't have to discuss this anymore. I think it's pretty much a dead discussion. Um Stefan Diggs, the next leading receiver. <laughs> A dead discussion.
1: You're like, oh, why don't we talk about this? No, let's not talk about it.
0: You like that transition as if I gave you a chance to voice your opinion? Well, they obviously just don't feel strongly enough about it. John spitefully text messages us, text messages us coleslaw every time Cole Beasley has a has a reception just just to poo poo the third and Cole. Well he is John the bee's knees. That's a that's another good one. Another good
2: one. Lauren, regardless of what we call him, he was definitely the sh- shot in the arm the
0: Bills needed. Oh my god, he was so it was like did they it's like oh, <laughs> I got it, thank you, thank you. <laughs> he was uh he was the cure for the illness of the <laughs> the, the, the Bills <laughs> To the, was, uh, to the, uh, the, just
2: what the doctor ordered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he really was the uh, the science of the bills, the proving I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe he was in there at halftime in the locker room on Facebook, like doing his own research on the <laughs> secondary.
0: <laughs> Maybe he got his COVID vaccine in the locker room at halftime. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um <laughs> uh he was absolutely as Mike said the shot in the arm that the uh, the Bills needed on offense. It was as if they barely targeted him in the first half and then the second half they're like, "Oh yeah, we forgot that we have Cole Beasley on the team." Um doing great. Um the next leading receiver didn't have even had 60 yards less than Cole Beasley and that was Stefan Diggs with five receptions on seven targets for 40 yards and that one touchdown. Zach Moss, uh, six receptions for 39 yards on seven targets. Uh, Tommy Sweeney, three receptions on four targets for 30 yards. Gabriel Davis, four receptions on five targets for 29 yards and a touchdown. So who had a sack on the Bills defense? Mario Addison had a sack today, and so did Jerry Hughes today. Tyler Bass, two for two on field goals, 57 yards with his longest. That first field goal to put the Bills on the board uh in the first quarter uh, john john did you see like at the in the broadcast like they
2: did not announce the distance did you catch that i mean they used every adjective euphemism like oh he's downtown he's so far out like they would not give the distance of the kick it was so aggravating
1: yeah i didn't I guess I didn't notice because in my head, I always add 18 yards to like the yard line they're on. So I'm like, I'm talking to my wife. Oh, this is going to be a 57 yarder because I know what yard line they're on. So I didn't, I didn't notice if they said it in the broadcast, but I guess they didn't.
0: John's like, geez, Mike, why don't you just do the math for once? So you need the commentator to spell it out for you. Well, I didn't mean all
2: that. Is, is that what you meant? John? <laughs> is <that>
0: what you-
2: <laughs> <laughs> or is he just trying to cause division? Like he usually does. <laughs>
0: what it sounded like john's like well normally i just do math but i mean i guess if you
2: couldn't do it i
1: <laughs> yeah I, I guess you could just in the future add 18 yards or you could add 20 and subtract two that might be a little bit easier if you're doing common <laughs> four or something like that
0: that's
2: a good idea thanks you got it
0: had 20 and my i always thought it was 17 so now i feel like the idiot <laughs> I, I thought it was honestly.
2: 17 too <laughs>
0: uh, that is weird that they didn't tell you it, i don't think it was a matter of They were just like, this is a really long field goal. And they're probably like snapping to the guy next to us. How long is it? How long is it? No, keep coming up with adjectives. Keep thinking of ways to describe long distances.
1: Um, You know, I wasn't paying attention
0: because I was probably texting you guys that they should have gone for it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) On fourth down. (laughs) Every fourth down that the Bills have where they're not like deep in their own territory on a long fourth down, John's like, go for it. (laughs) Even Miami, they had like fourth and
1: one around midfield. My God, they should have gone for it there if I was Miami.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you would be a good fourth down coordinator for any team in the NFL.
2: Maybe we're I, glossing over the fact, though, that John has always thought it's eighteen yards.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Is he wrong? Because I could have. Like, I, he's I definitely wrong,
2: beat. right? Like he's just speaking so confidently. We're like, oh, maybe we're. But no, <laughs> like th- we shouldn't let him question ourselves. <laughs> like it's definitely seventeen yards.
0: <laughs> well, I always wonder: Is it like? Is it? That- is it 18 yards? Because if you add, like, you round up, I don't know. <laughs> like, if it's at the 32 and a half yard line, it's it goes to the 50-yard 50 That'd be 51. Google says 17 yards. Oh. They,
1: I think I think they round up on the, uh, if it's a half yard, it would round up. So if it would have been, you know, 32 and a half, if you're adding
2: whatever they go.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And yeah, so- but that's not the case.
0: And the broadcast will say it's 32 yards. They're on the 32-yard line when really they're on the 32-and-a-half-yard line. So then it'll be a 51-yard punt because they're rounding up for John's math. But really, it's 17 yards like we think it is, Mike. So, yeah, we shouldn't have let John get away with that. That's
2: a good microcosm of life. If if you sound confident, people will let you get away with it. Every time
1: I add 18 and they show it on the screen, it's always 18-plus whatever yard line they're on.
2: Just Google it.
1: I'm not Googling. I'm looking at Google. Speaking of Colby, you know, Googling. <laughs> You shouldn't believe everything you see on the internet. It's not Facebook. It's Google. It's, it's
2: and the top. It's you the know top it ten thousand results is. say it's the goal is seventeen yards longer than the distance from the line of scrimmage <laughs> to the goal line. You, you can't believe whatever Rush is telling
0: you. It's fine. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Oh, I see what he's doing there. <laughs> Russia's Google runs, Russia, Russia runs Google. Yeah, of course. (laughs) That's what, that's what people always say when there's like a a difference of opinion and be like, Oh, well you don't believe what everyone else is saying. Right. Like what everyone is telling you to say. It's like, well, I just asked my doctor. Well, (laughs) yeah, your doctor, what's they, what have they done? Gone to medical school? (laughs) Like, (sighs) I guess, I don't know. (laughs) All right. Let's go into Matt Hawk, (laughs) Matt Hawk, the bills punter, by the way, Tyler Bass, the only reason I wanted to bring up Tyler Bass besides the fact that he was two for two on field goals and two for two on extra points is he is becoming one of my favorite players for the Buffalo Bills and not like, you know, top five, because like, let's say like there's legitimate five players that are amazing on the Buffalo Bills that we you understand love. the meaning I of the think- word
2: favorite. So he's not top five. How many
0: would he have to be top 53? <laughs> Oh, he's easily top fifty-three. I'd say was, top ten. This isn't the drought where Brian Mormon was our favorite player. This is totally <laughs> I different. Know. I know, I know. That was that was easy. He was like, Yeah. <laughs> is that weird? Could you would it have been weird to say that, that Brian Mormon was your favorite player then? I don't think it was was, was it? For a while it was. Like he was converting first downs on fake punts.
1: Like it was crazy. <laughs> he was like our only player in the Pro Bowl. You converted
2: a jersey to a Brian Mormon jersey.
0: I, yeah, wasn't it a Lostman
2: one? <laughs> it was great, whatever it was.
0: What It was amazing, whatever it was. I don't remember. It. It's funny you're asking us. I'm like, why don't you just tell us what jersey it was? I don't, I don't remember. You're like, yeah, you remember? What was the jersey I had before? I'm like, I don't I don't remember. I barely know what jersey We, I we weren't
2: with you when you purchased it,
0: <laughs> when you converted it. <laughs> no, in all fairness, though, so I could have bought it for him and still not remembered well, what you, it was. You guys are the
1: one that brought it up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was with my favorite bills hat what color was that at? i don't know <laughs> probably red and blue john i don't remember waking up this morning john i just know that i did <laughs> uh, so so do you guys agree with the like tyler bass is one of my favorite players now like only not top five just because you know there's Allen diggs you know third and cole a few others but like what about you guys is tyler bass one of your favorite players on the oh. team right now They're they're all my favorite players. (laughs) Okay. Except maybe Butler. (laughs) Wallace Shane preview? Perhaps. Wait and find out. Uh, Mike, what about you? Tyler Bass? I love Tyler Bass. I guess it's just he's so underrated. I mean, we all love him because we're Bills fans, but he just doesn't get enough credit. Brandon Bean crushed that draft pick.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Like...
0: (sighs) I'm a little uncomfortable because all our
2: favorite players are really good. <laughs> he's really good. I feel like he's... It's very
0: transactional, <laughs> which I don't, you know... You don't like... You think we should... You think vertical... Like, maybe should...
2: you're only our friend because we do this with you.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I never thought about that till just now. <laughs> this is our transaction. Our transaction yeah. is, is... Wow. Yeah,
2: try not to view things transactionally. And it seems like it, it's, it's probably more than a coincidence than... than your guys' favorite players just happen to be the best ones.
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot of good players on the Bills, so it wouldn't be complete. Yeah, but yeah. Well, if you're not helping my team out, why the, Nathan Peterman will never make my favorite players <laughs> list. Neither <laughs> will Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> so, we're mm-hmm. Jones. Jones. Um, anyway, thought I'd bring that out there. Uh, one of uh, the players I can definitely say is not part of my favorite players is Matt Hawk, the punter for the Buffalo Bills. Um. Why is that, I, Nate? The, the, is transactionally.
2: It it <laughs> <laughs> if the, we stop performing, John, like he's going to be done with us.
0: <laughs> I'm like Brandon Bean, like you know how he has like coaches lined up or whatever in case someone leaves. Like I have co-hosts just lined up in case the transactions stop recurring um, oh. in a favorable manner. No, Matt, Matt Hawk is, first of all, it's like, why does it take you so long to kick a ball? And maybe it doesn't matter most of the time. Maybe 95% of the time it doesn't matter. It's just, why? Why does it take you so long? And then when you do kick it, it's not like it's ever, sometimes it's a shank. It's like, well, we could have kept Corey Bajorquez if we wanted shanks. And then we could have also kept the 70-yard punts that he had, too. It's like, we don't get the 70-yard punts, though, with Matt Hawk. We get the, I don't know. I've just not not been impressed with that, with that re-signing at all. Um maybe
1: he's, maybe he's trying to hold on to it to a draw uh running into the kicker call.
0: <laughs> well, unsuccessful so far, seven games into the season on that one. Um he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you know how you're not supposed to hold on to it too long so it blocks the punt, but just long enough that you get the punt off, but you get taken down at the same time for possible injury. That's my specialty. <laughs> I like to hold on to that ball right before it gets blocked. Right as they're diving into my knees as my, both legs are in the air.
2: Commitment.
0: If so, I should uh, I should be putting him on my top 10 favorite players as opposed to one of my least favorite. Um, on the Dolphins' side of the ball, stats of the game, we're still in that segment. Um, to a tug of Viola um 21 for 39 205 yards zero touchdowns one interception uh miles gaskin 12 carries he was leading rusher for the dolphins 12 carries 36 yards three yards per carry the bills did a great job stopping the uh the dolphins on the on the ground only three yards per carry from the running backs uh leading receiver for the dolphins Devontae parker eight receptions on 11 targets for 85 yards, I, in my opinion, I don't I don't know if you guys agree with this or, or care to even elaborate, but uh, Devontae Parker always seems to, um, since he's been with the Dolphins, just seems to own the Bills' defensive backs. And I mentioned that on Twitter. Someone's like, well, to own, oh, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I'm like, yeah, but you don't need to score a touchdown to constantly catch the ball. He would have had more if he didn't blatantly drop that ball in the fourth quarter for, I think, what it would have been a first down. For Tua, i think it was right before the interception maybe um or maybe before a punt uh but he would have had over 100 yards with that one and it's just like the bills either whether it's trey white or levi wallace mostly levi wallace they don't really have an answer for Devontae parker and i think the only thing holding him back and someone was like like i said uh mentioned he didn't score a touchdown against the dolphin or against the bills um if he had a better quarterback i think he would have I think he would have uh, had a touchdown potentially. Um,
1: Yeah. But you know what? All those games in a row that Parker is like, Oh, he's dominated the bills, but the bills have won every single one of those games.
0: Well, I'm just saying a player can dominate you and you still do well overall enough to win. Um, I think that with Tannehill and and Tua as his quarterbacks, I mean, imagine if he actually had a good quarterback, that's my point. He, it would have been a lot scarier. He would have, been a much he's always a he's always a major factor i feel like he's always leading the stat sheet and receiving um he just it just never matters because the dolphins are such a mess well how much is
1: it the quarterback versus the organization at that point because ten hill's done pretty well at tennessee but you know if does you know just to go somewhere else and he does good too
0: oh man that's a great question that's a great question that i think uh would be you know on, on the broadcast on wgr broadcast they spent like two segments talking about the dolphins in general like what's wrong with the organization is it tua is it the gm is it the coaching it was an interesting discussion but um in the end it was just it's just like man in, in the end we just kind of come away with it as like i'm just glad i'm not them i'm <laughs> glad i'm not them and i'm glad i'm not like letting go of josh allen for him to become the next ryan Tannehill. i mean that adam gase set that franchise back how many years uh either like between losing and losing players and losing draft capital. And then you see he did that with the Jets. I mean, he is one of the best things besides Josh Allen to happen to the Buffalo Bills since, you know, who who is who else has had a uh, more positive impact on the Buffalo Bills that hasn't been directly in the Bills organization besides Adam Gase?
1: <laughs> it, it was so funny. He left the Dolphins and I was so sad, and then he got the Jets picked him up, but I was so happy.
2: So happy. Uh, Maybe
0: the podcast should send him something. No, what do you think? Game ball? (laughs) It'd be funny if that's what Sean... We're sending this game ball to Adam Gase. (laughs) What can we send him?
2: Just like a thank you note. Oh, okay. With a gift card to Applebee's
1: or something. Maybe some uh, stickers. CTW pod.
0: Uh, Some stickers? A gift card to the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago, maybe? Which will be there next week. Had to do a quick shout out to there. We will be at the Delago... Uh, resort and casino next week for the Bills Jaguars game. If anyone is there and wants to stop by, we'll be at the DraftKings Sportsbook there at Delago. So uh, if you're in the area in Waterloo or you want to make a stop by, you got nothing going on, you want to come stop by and say hi, definitely feel free to make a a trip down. We're going to be making some bets. We're basically going to spend the entire ride to Waterloo deciding on what we're going to bet on. I think because Mike's John's doing so well, uh, in the pick'em contest for Buffalo Rumblings, I think he's going to have like the tiebreaker decision for any uh, bet that we're that we're making that Mike and I don't don't immediately agree on. But you know it'll be weird, Mike, is if you and I agree on something and John's like no, <laughs> then what do we do? Do do his does his vote count for two? Like what? Right? Well, clearly not. <laughs> oh, clearly it doesn't may- vote for two. Okay, may-
1: maybe that particular game we don't bet on.
0: No. Ooh. Okay. Yeah deciding all right uh and then we don't need to go into the rest of the stats on the dolphins because it doesn't matter um a couple of other stats josh allen had two plus passing touchdowns in all of his eight games versus the dolphins making him the first nfl player to ever do so versus a single opponent with his 28th career rushing touchdown josh allen has tied cam newton for the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in their first 50 starts in NFL history. And his 112 pass and rush touchdowns are tied with Johnny Unitas and Deshaun Watson for third most in league history. Only Patrick Mahomes and Dan Marino have more. So those are, that's good company to be in. I wouldn't say good company to Deshaun Watson on a personal level, but good, uh, good company to be in. On a on a prof- speaking of speaking of looking at uh, at things completely just on a football level and not on a personal level besides Sean Watson, is OJ Simpson was at the game today for the Buffalo Bills. The juice coming in and uh, and giving his hot takes on Twitter about how he thought the Bills were going to do today, and when the Bills were he thought the Bills were going to destroy the Dolphins today. By the way, so when the Bills were three to three at the half. I thought this was the ultimate jinx by the Jews for coming there. He had box seats too. You could tell from the uh from the video. So obviously good to see uh one of the Bills best running backs. I t- I saw people in the comments section on his on his on my retweet and in his uh video saying that he was the reason that they didn't go to that game. Interesting. Interesting like worried
2: lot. about him killing them or what? <laughs> or just protesting. <laughs>
0: No, just not worried about him killing. You know, he was acquitted, right? He he was found innocent by a jury of his peers. Um, (laughs) um, Maybe I should have replied back to that that woman and let her know that he was acquitted. Just in case she didn't know. There's a possibility she didn't know. She thought he was just a fugitive. And she's like, what is that fugitive doing at a, he should be in prison? Shouldn't somebody, should the authorities know?
2: Well, at the very least, he should be looking for the real killer.
0: He has had a lot of time to be looking for the real killer. You know with like the the sad thing going on with the uh search for Gabby and stuff like that? Man, imagine if uh if OJ had started that search back in '94 <laughs> looking for uh you know the killer then, like, geez. They'd have found like <laughs> yeah. Was he dressed he, up he, for he, Halloween?
1: He, he didn't have the benefits of social media back then, you know, to oh. to have that that mm-hmm. that help, you know. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I wonder, like, wouldn't it have been funny if, like, they did an O.J. Simpson Cribs edition and then they showed him and he has this, like, offshoot of a room off in his basement that's just, like, has a peg. It's a pegboard with, like, all these different, like, pegs going to different areas and like different like connections between like this person and that, that area and like the evidence here and like, like a crime board of like what you'd see a detective having. He's like, I'm still, I'm still working on it. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, Haven't come up with anything, but uh, (laughs) because it's like, you know, it's there. There's been, I watched this documentary on uh, jean Jomany Ramsey killing and i should have known going into it i saw it on hulu and i'm like oh you know we i was taken by the first minute where they're like we find out who the real killer might be and i'm like oh well I this i gotta watch this like we're gonna find out who the real killer of river and you know they had they interview the father and everything like that and all they basically did was just eliminate one of the suspects <laughs> i watched for an hour and a half to find out that we know just as much as we did before and i was like i'm such an idiot that would have been national news if they found out who the real Jaminade Ramsey killer was even 30 years later. Like, that would have been national news. So, I mean, think about that. Like, they came up with, like, five new suspects that weren't part of the original investigation. And how many new suspects have they come up with the O.J. Simpson killing, <laughs> you know, 30 years later? Zero. <laughs> so, anyway. Didn't think we talked that much about the juice, but tragic, yeah. What if it was, like, the Zodiac killer or something, some other serial killer in the area that just happened to be in Brentwood, a gated community at the time, right? Okay. All right. That's uh, Stats of the Game, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. We're going to take a quick commercial break. After that, we'll go into our Sweet Sassy Molassi plays of the game and our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers, so stick around. All right, welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. This is our recap show, and I'm your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm with my co-hosts, John and Mike, and we're going to go into our Sweet Sassy Molassi plays of the game.
2: Sweet Sassy Molassi, get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rubdown.
0: Sweet Sassy Molassie plays of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, John, I'm going to start with you. What do you, what, what, what do you have as your Sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game? I'm going to go with the uh, third and fourteen
1: conversion allen to beasley uh when it was uh tied up three to three that drive led to uh bill's touchdown score and bill's never looked back after that i think that was a good uh, momentum changer of the game
0: yeah yeah that's a good one john i like that that cole beasley coming coming through on third down like he always does it's almost as if there should be a uh nickname That, uh, lets people know that that's when he's really clutch or not. And what's, what's crazy is so like the bills, the bills punted, uh, three and out after the half, the third quarter starts the dolphins punt, the bills go three and out the dolphins punt again. The bills have three plays that literally do nothing There's a five yard penalty, a 10 yard penalty, um, I'm sorry. The first, first five yard penalty was against the Dolphins. Then the Bills have a 10 yard penalty. Then they have a six yard run. Then they have an incomplete pass. So it was third and 14. And it was a 15 yard pass to Cole Beasley, uh, gets the first down, starts a play. Like I said, like John said, uh, gets the first touchdown for the Bills. And that was a really important play of the game. So, um, completely agree with that, John. Good call there. Mike, what do you have for your sweet sassy molasses play of the game? More importantly than that play was
2: the muffed punt by Isaiah McKenzie, recovered by Jake Kumural. So, his hustle to get down there, falling the ball. For me, that's the play of the game.
0: the The muffed punt that occurred right before that start that scoring drive. Yes. And without
2: my play, John's play never happens.
0: (laughs) And perhaps the Bills don't win. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: They messed up a punt. That's the best. That's the best play.
2: <laughs> Had they not recovered it successfully, yes.
1: <laughs> you could say that about any play of the entire game.
0: Yes, you could. John, <laughs> Ex- excuse me. <laughs> oh, so a recovered punt was your, <laughs> John talking down to Mike. Oh my God, I'm here for that. John, you're my, uh, you're my favorite. Uh, Favorite player on the Bills right now with that snarky comment. <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> Man, mine should be, uh, mine should be, um, geez, maybe I should make Isaiah McKenzie my wall of shamer <laughs> now that we talk. No, no, mine's gonna be, um, the, uh, when Jaceki fumbled the ball right before halftime. Um, that's my play of the game because Dolphins were driving, they could have at least gotten three before the end of the half. And although, um, six to three isn't that big of a deal uh score wise. Um I think that would have just really been a, a big momentum changer uh for the Dolphins to get the ball back in the second half. And who knows what happens after that um with the lead, but uh luckily it didn't happen. Uh just like he fumbled the ball and the Bills recovered. Uh great heads up play by the Bills defense to to uh to I mean they had a great game. They had a great game against the Dolphins again, even though it might not look like it. So um Shout out to that one. But I, I love both of yours. But so Kumro, he, I, I couldn't see it. And my attention was taken away for a minute, you know, cause they only show you the replay when it really matters. Like once, maybe if you're lucky, <laughs> like that happens so much with every broadcast, whether it's CBS Fox or anyone, they just terrible replays be like, Oh, that was a, that was a penalty. Like in other instance, there was like a penalty that, that like either took the bills uh, off of took out of a first down or gave a first down to the dolphins and they never show, like they just didn't show what happened, you know, it was one of those things. So, um, did they show Kumro covering up that muff punt or, or what? Yes, yeah, he, um,
1: yeah, he, he covered up and he kind of rolled out of the back of the end zone, but he already had gotten the ball.
0: So if he doesn't get that, that becomes a safety. Did they mention that on the broadcast or does it not become a safety no matter what? Cause it was a punt.
1: I don't think they went into that detail i think they just kind of said what it was they, they didn't say was. oh if this happened <laughs> then it would have been this i don't think they went into that
0: i love james lofton too so i don't want to i don't want to criticize the commentators too much but i feel like there was a couple of times like that where they're like uh, ah, you know what less is better let's not go into the whole you know rules thing <laughs> just in case we don't know you know what we're saying they,
1: so. they, 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 they did talk to the you know the gene uh what's his name skeletor right? Yeah, yeah, whatever his name is, a couple of times of, throughout the game for questionable calls. Mm-hmm. So they they did do that.
0: He must have been busy with a with another game at that moment because they definitely didn't go to him for that one. No, that's cool though. Good play. All right, those were the sweet sassy molassy plays of the game. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Let's go into. Hey, do you guys have a Gettysburg of the game? Four score and seven years ago In this one do you just i mean I guess you would say the game the the plays that you're talking about because there wasn't another play that you can think of at least that changed the outcome in your opinion of the game based on based on one single play yeah, I, I thought mean, yours we...
2: worked for the for the Gettysburg name when it was still a still contested three three
1: yeah i agree i I think that that that's definitely a good one um the, the Beasley play I picked also could work, but either
2: one of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean all three of them really. I mean, if you, if you're going to give mine credit, you know, I'll graciously give both of yours credit.
2: Well, um, well we're giving it credit for something else. Like you should oh, have picked oh, it for something else completely. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yours wouldn't have applied to this, this. Cause this. it was perfectly chosen. Kind <laughs> of two perfectly chosen plays. Just going to say that. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there wasn't one single play that really defined it, but just like a, a, a few plays go just one different way. Um, especially that muff punt in general, if that muff punt doesn't go that way and the dolphins get recover it in the end zone, that's, that's game, uh, potentially, you know, who knows if they come back from that one, especially, especially by the way, Isaiah McKenzie, um, yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later uh b mormon twenty twenty I put it up on twitter b mormon twenty twenty writes alan taunting the whole Miami defense at the end of the game, and the ref looking at him like, please stop a, taunt, a taunting call won't change the game now, and i have I have no more power <laughs> uh by the way b mormon twenty twenty was one of the few listeners actually came up with a scam that we might be able to use when we asked a couple of weeks ago we were like, man, we need a scam on this podcast to take advantage of people. And he actually uh, was one of the few people that responded. So <laughs> I forget how that came about. There was, we were talking about some scammer, like what's our scam. We don't have one. Uh, so on the way up to uh DeLago, the DeLago resort and casino next weekend, I'm going to discuss that uh, scam with you guys in person and see if we can, uh, see if we can uh, figure something out.
2: You know, maybe our first order of-, of business could be to soften the, uh, how we refer to it. <laughs> Like a plan. <laughs> oh yeah. Even a scheme, I would say. There's a it's negative connotation, but a lot softer key. than a
0: scam. scam. <laughs> Some business uh business strategy. Opportunity. Business opportunity. <laughs> uh that's a good point. <laughs> Thank you, B Mormon twenty twenty, for that business opportunity that we will look into. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if we if we call it a, a scam right now, I mean we pretty much have it have it on record. <laughs> <laughs> for when the courts come to talk to us <laughs> be like, well, you called it a scam. Be like, yeah, well, you know, Bernie Madoff would have done the same thing <laughs> if he had a podcast, um, big R right. I, by the way, I did like the, the taunting, um, that, uh, that Josh Allen did to the dolphins uh, defenders. I would have really liked to have seen that replay again to see how much, uh, uh, the late hit or whatever on Christian Wilkins or, or the, when he was dragging him down, what Allen was ticked about. That's why he was, Jawing at him, um, I didn't really get a good view of it. John is, uh, as John does, you guys don't see this because you don't see the video of it. But John has a different background to uh, his video, his video feed, and this week is uh, Be Mormon 2020's uh Josh Allen taunting play. So good call there.
1: You know, I, I kind of wanted to bring up too, like we're talking about um, plays that could go either way, and this and that. You know, in the first half when on a fourth down play. Alan was, you know, drawing the guy off to go encroachment and, like, half, you know, he's dropping back and he's looking at the ref, pointing at the guy, and it's, like, obviously he didn't call it. Like, you have to play it still, like, as if they're not calling it, right? Like, he has to at least try to do something that play and do good. He can't just, like, rely on that. No, you're right. I, I thought that was pretty terrible.
0: That's, that's a really good call, John, because even even though – um, it probably should have been called a, a penalty. Clearly, it looked like he broke the plane. Um, you're right; you can't rely on that. And Josh definitely did that, and and that could have been gone a lot worse. He could have fumbled the ball. There was a guy that was completely unblocked that got to Allen, and um, yeah,
2: yeah. I think I agree a hundred percent. I think that was the only um, would you say really the black mark on the day for Allen. Like you hope you hope he imp- learns from that and improves on it and doesn't let that happen again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, agreed. But like it was instant reinforcement like oh that couldn't have it went very badly <laughs> the outcome of 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 trying to get the refs attention point out the incorrect call in real
0: time. <laughs> yeah, do it you know? after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before that guy takes you to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it, then wasn't even
1: like, that, It wasn't even first or
0: second down. It's like fourth down. You have to you,
1: you have like to, yeah. They yeah. can't get a first down no matter what.
0: Yeah. And then he uh and then he got an intentional grounding too. So not only did he get not get the penalty, right? He got the intentional grounding call or whatever. Um or maybe that was another play. I don't know. Still kind of running together right now. Yeah, it was it was the same play. It was a same play. Okay, thank you. Big R writes Big R sounds like uh he, he voices John's, he echoes John's opinion. The third and fourteen completion of third and Cole <laughs> to set up the first T D. A uh, huge momentum swing, coupled with the touchback that could have been a safety. Oh, John, Mike's too big. R rolling in Mike and John into that. Oh man, well done, Justin Morello. Now this is an interesting. This is an interesting take, which I can't disagree with. Justin Morello says the Gettysburg wasn't so much a single play, as it was getting Cole involved more, which ended up being what we needed to change the game. Wow, second half adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. Good call there, Justin. I, I feel like if you say anything like that, be like, it wasn't so much this as it was like, like a specific thing as it was this all encompassing thing. Like you just automatically sound so much more intelligent.
2: But then if you continue to think about it, you realize <laughs> it's total cop out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Gettysburg of the game isn't like a specific. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the third quarter was the, Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it was Josh Allen playing better. No, no, that was. I...
1: You know, if you think about it, the Gettysburg, right? Gettysburg in a, in of itself wasn't just like one guy killing another guy. It was like the whole battle. So it was the whole thing. So you could you could make a case for it being more just one instance in time, one play.
0: Hmm. Well, the battle was more of like an instance within the war, but yeah. And the war was four years. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just trying. <laughs> no i think i think he he makes a good point for either or that's why it works that's why it works well done Mm. so thank you to everyone you specifically
2: call it the gettysburg play of the game
0: i just call it the gettysburg of the game i never actually attach the play to it so um Mm. just because it sounds better gog gettysburg of the game (laughs) gotg hmm You know you know, I'm a fan of uh, alliteration, Mike. If there's one thing that you know about me. Um, do you know what alliteration <laughs> is? Because <laughs> nothing you said so far. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. All right, back on, <laughs> on to Wall of Fame. I, I, th- I think and you them. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what I said? All right. On to Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. <laughs> Uh, it's partial alliteration, Gettysburg of the game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it should be, yeah, it needs work. 50%. It doesn't need work. It sounds good. I just need to call it what it is. It's not an alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. On to the <laughs> wall of famers and wall of shamers brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Let's start off with our wall of fame. Wall fame. The gonna know your name. I started with you, John last time. Let's start off with Mike Mike, who do you put on your wall of fame in today's victory?
2: for me, Nate, it's i I'm torn second half uh Josh Allen, but it seems like we give Josh Allen it every week in the in the interests of going off the board a little bit Tommy Sweeney, three receptions, thirty yards was the surprise of the day for me, really stepped up with Dawson Knox going down. Like Knox was really on the upswing the last couple of weeks until he had the unfortunate hand hand injury, having the surgery, and we really thought the tight end position would fall off. But um, Tommy Sweeney stepped up big for the Bills, and um, I don't think it's quite the drop. I'm not quite as worried uh, moving forward. He had a great game.
0: Yeah. Tommy Sweeney who missed all of last season with, uh, with COVID, Um uh, not with COVID specifically, but you know, complications from COVID, uh, John, yeah, that was a good one, Mike. That was a little under the radar one. That wasn't one. I think a lot of people, I'll be curious if a lot of people say it in Twitter, I'll be curious to see if, if anyone even mentions it. I think that was a good one, John.
1: Yeah, that's okay. But not the correct answer. The correct answer is Cole Beasley. Um, you start, you know, three really huge third and, over 10 plays, get getting the conversions over 110 yards. Um, that adjustment in the second half to utilize him, uh, proved great. Um, there's a couple of honorable mentions, but like, if I had to pick one, it's, it's definitely Cole Beasley.
0: Yeah. Cole Beasley just had such a good game. It's hard to not, uh, hard to not have him, um, just for the sake of like trying to be more original, like Mike. Um, I, th- I think Cole Beasley would be mine, but, um, Ed Oliver had a good first half. I mean, he was making meaningful, impactful plays, which is always kind of the knock on him, if there is a knock, is that he just doesn't show up as much um, on the field. Uh, People are always like, oh, well, you know, he's getting, he's making defenders, uh, you know, making running backs choose lanes, and he's making, you know, he's causing pressure on the quarterback or something, something, or he's eating up blockers or whatever. Um, It was so nice to finally see him make these plays that I keep hearing about, um, and almost sack, uh, you know, uh, to, a, a few times, several times he's getting pressure. One was called back. I think he had one sack, maybe that was called back or whatever, but, uh, maybe by Jerry Hughes, uh, penalty I'm thinking of, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. All good ones. Uh, now let's go to our wall of shame, 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 Wall of Shame, um, John. John, who do you have on your Wall of Shame in today's win?
1: This is a tough one, because hey, you know at the end of the first half, I yeah, I had the whole freaking team on there, coaching staff and everything, and then they made the the correct adjustments, and you know going forward, everything was great as it should have been. Um, I think because of those adjustments, both. Coaching and execution. I'm gonna not put anybody on there. So nobody, nobody on the
0: wall of shame. Wow, wow, that's a bold move right there. Mike, they I covered, the they covered, they covered the spread, Nate. <laughs> John, did you have them covering the spread in the Pickem League? I don't remember. Probably the point. Of my yeah, I probably did. Yes, probably. Probably. <laughs> Knowing you, you probably did. Mike, what did you think about that wall of shame? And do you have someone? John's inspired me. I, I guess I. Why pick
2: people just for the sake of picking people? Uh, if I, the offensive line, I'd like to see play better moving forward. They had a couple costly penalties, but yeah, it was it was a it was a big win. It was good to see the second half adjustments and to win decisively at the end. Like it, right, like the Bills scored twenty three points over the final four possessions. Like I I I can't complain about that.
0: So, I think the Dolphins uh, record was misleading going into the game being one and six because I I had heard on the radio that um, like three of the games were uh, decided by last second field goals. One of the reasons why they lost. And part of me wonders that coupled with the fact that like the Dolphins and Bills, even though the Bills have won most of the games in recent memory, um, that's like a rivalry. It's one of the few rivalries that the Bills have at this point. And I think between the two teams, you can tell there's a little bit of bad blood. Um, and I think it's been like that for a little bit um, and it's continued on. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the reasons why maybe the Bills struggled is because the dolphins might've been trying harder than normal to beat the bills because of, uh, because of what happened last time they played losing 35 to nothing. No one likes to get shut out uh, professionally. And uh, yeah.
2: Have you been shut out professionally, Nate?
0: I pretty much never not exclusively <laughs> exclusively. <laughs> I would show up to meetings and I'd be shut out of them on purpose. Show up to the water cooler. Shh, Nate's here. Nate here. Shh, he's here. Hey, Nate. <laughs> um, I'm going to give the the Bills offensive line was a good one. As, a, as an honorable mention, Mike, um, I think the offensive line definitely struggled today. Cody Ford saw some time at the end of the game instead of John Feliciano. Um, I don't know if that's a John Cody Ford that wasn't given the start today, but they obviously didn't like what they were seeing from John Feliciano or maybe he was injured or whatever. We'll find out more as the week goes on, but um, they, I, I don't think they liked what they were getting from their offensive line. Um, another another need we're going to have to take a look at in the offseason, but um, besides using the offensive line, Um, I'm going to say Bills defensive backs um, covering Devontae Parker. And that was something I mentioned is I I just see that as a trend from uh, season to season. And uh, just the the Bills just don't really have an answer. And we're just lucky that the that the uh, the Dolphins don't have a better quarterback than Tua or whoever Jacoby Brissett or whoever's playing for them uh, under center. And uh, and just finds him more often because if they did that they would they would pass to him almost every single time because it seems like he almost always catches the ball. Um, he has the height and uh, the, whether it's Levi Wallace, mostly Levi Wallace, or sometimes Trey. Trey was um, you know a victim of this too. Just, he just just doesn't. They, they just can't cover him that well for some reason. Um, so yeah, that that's all I'm going to say. But again, we're reaching. Um, there were definitely some other things. Now let's turn over to Twitter. After every game, on from our Twitter account at CTW Pod, like Circling the Wagons Pod, um, I tweet out, you know, who or what is on your Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame in today's win or loss. And so I'm going to read a few of these on the podcast, uh, and uh, and the guys and myself will give you some uh, some thoughts if we have any. Charles Kinsilla writes, Wall of Shame: the offense's slow start. Wall of Fame, Cole Beasley. Sweet Sassy Molassie play of the game, third and 14 conversion by Mr. Third and Cole, Cole Beasley. <laughs> John giving me the thumbs up for the for the Sweet Sassy Molassie play of the game because it was his, and then directly a thumbs down after for the third and Cole remark. Love it. You know Love what, it, for this...
1: For for this one game only, I'll give you the third and goal because he he did have a lot of third and long conversions, even though third and goal you would think third and goal, but whatever, it's fine. Yeah, that's why it's second.
0: not third and goal; it's third and coal instead. So,
1: <laughs> so um, it's supposed to be a play on words, but not the right words. But
0: that's fine. Whatever. Listen, listen. It doesn't have to be. It's an alliteration. That's all you need to know. Okay, it's a th- third and goal is an alliteration, and that's third. And, all I have to say. <laughs> okay, don't yeah, think about you it. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Charles. Charles, you can definitely tell as a listener um, with all of these uh, with all of that cool information. Thanks for listening, Charles. Um, B Mormon twenty twenty writes in second time he's in. Maybe it's just because he he gave us our uh, our uh, quote unquote business plan that we're going to discuss next week on our way to the Delago Resort and Casino. Um, <clears throat> Wall of Fame, the fans showed up. Also, bass is what I want in a kicker. Wall of Shame, even though penalties seem to help the Bills more often, the refs ruined the game from a fan perspective. Yes. Uh didn't shouldn't didn't really change the outcome, but yeah, they were they were awful again. I mean, they they're just bad. They're just bad at everything that they do. Um sometimes uh for the other team, but mostly just for our team. I think, you know, we just have to really hope that the Bills <laughs> Bills are uh are that much better than every other team. Big dog writes in big dog, by the way, you're going to have to tell me how you change the text of your, uh, of your Twitter handle because it's big dog. in this like, uh, medieval lettering. And I have no idea how people do that in Twitter. Um, you know, five years, six years later after starting Twitter, I have no idea how you did that. Um, but he writes wall of fame, third and coal, Josh freaking Allen, Josh Allen Josh Allen is still Miami's daddy. <laughs> wall of Shame, Bill's offensive line. Christy McComber is in.
3: Oh, it's a lady.
0: First lady listener. Christy says, Wall of fame, Cole Beasley is back. Al Ed Oliver, Josh waving goodbye. And <laughs> Bill's mafia costumes. Wall of Shame, the offensive line struggles, Feliciano and the muffed punt. Not sure I'll ever breathe during kickoff returns this season. You know, like Isaiah McKenzie, I mentioned Dawson Knox was that guy last year. Isaiah McKenzie is this guy for me this year. Like, I want to like you, Isaiah McKenzie. You have so much talent and promise. You just can't put it all together to make a finished product. Just when I start to think I can like you, you muff a punt like this or whatever. You fumble or just just something like this. And it just it makes me not. It makes me not catch feelings for you. So that's all I'll say to that. Um, (laughs) Mike Graham is in. Wall of shame, our offensive line. Josh Allen looked like he was running away from Michael Myers that whole game. Also not pleased with Jerry Hughes. Wall of fame. Jerry Hughes, he had a sack. (laughs) Um, Wall of fame, third and (laughs) Cole. I swear I'm not reading it for this reason only, but it's partially the reason. As soon as we got him touches, we started winning. The first pass to Cole in the second half was the Gettysburg. Bye bye, Finns. Bye bye. You think the bye bye Finns was the uh, was him doing his impression of Josh Allen on that? I think it was. Well done, Mike. Mike Graham with like the layers on layers to his Wall of Famer and Wall of Shamer. Bill Lasso writes. By the way, it's funny. Is uh, is um, Bill is a follower from Instagram. And, um, I noticed today cause he was retweeting and, and commenting on stuff. And I was like, ah, I noticed, I noticed who this is. I'm not going to give it away just because, um, I don't know if he wants me to, but, uh, his profile is like, oh, that's cool. He's on Twitter. His profile says literally this account exists solely to reply to at CTW pod. I thought that was cool. Except you're following five people, Bill. So I don't know who else you're following besides at CTW pod, um, but it's cool that you're that you're here just to just to reply to us, wall of fame bees see i, I <laughs> real quick, I hope um Cole Beasley realizes that that's what people are saying. He doesn't complain on social media about um people thinking that it's a boo or him thinking it's a boo instead of bees. <clears throat> he wrote third and Cole was the game changer. wall of shame, play calling. Stop trying to prove we have a running game. <laughs> play our style of football. It wins games, not trying to prove something. It's almost like that, uh, that mean girl thing. like, stop trying to make fetch work. It's like, stop trying to make a running game. Okay. (laughs) Stop trying to make a running game. A thing. Brandy is in another, another lady listener. Wall of fame. Beasley wall of shame. The whole team in the first half. That was scary. I wonder if Brandy's, uh, tapping into the Halloween theme of things. Carlin Sullivan is in these' three late listeners. That's awesome. Wall of Fame, Josh Allen, so much heart. Cole Beasley for being there when Josh needs him. Jordan Poyer who continues to just ball out game after game, and Ed Oliver for playing out of his mind. I like how she brings up Jordan Poyer too. By the way, that's awesome. Um, didn't mention him. And one of his his pick was actually uh, one of my sweet sassy molassy, uh plays of the game runner up. Wall of excuse me, wall of shame. Self Feliciano. Self explanatory. A Private Joker 2003 writes Wall of Fame, Beasley administering a macabre dolphin death by a thousand paper cuts. Wall of Shame, Dable's statement establish the run play, <laughs> bring out two tight ends to start the second half to continue running into a brick wall. <laughs> Great uh, point by Private Joker 2003. Guys, w- will there ever be a time in our lives, or at least Soon, it feels like it's been like this the last twenty years, where the Bills have a good enough offensive line, where when it's a third and or when it's a a, a third and goal or a third and you know uh, inches or whatever that you can count on the Bills' offensive line to really get a good push for the Bills to get a first down. Do you think that'll happen? Yes. All right. Thank you <laughs> for that. Oh man, big R is in again. Wall of Fame. Ed Oliver played like a pro bowler Edmonds Tremaine. T- great point by about Tremaine Edmonds. I, we didn't mention him earlier. Third and coldy locks play on, uh, on John Mike's nickname and my nickname, uh, second half Allen and the dolphins for passing on Herbert. Oh, I love it. Big R <laughs> wall of shame bills. First half offense, the refs and the dolphins who are one in seven after almost making the playoffs last year, fish, Squished. <laughs> Great tweet by Big R. The Violet Wanderers, the the podcast I was on a few weeks ago, they're in. They write, "I know I'm late since I have I was driving to work right after the game." But anyone putting Allen on the wall of shame is bonkers. Sixty nine percent completion percentage for the game, led with his legs. But even he can't play quarterback, running back, and offensive line. Wow, straight fire. Trevor is in. Trevor writes wall of fame Beasley got Josh on rhythm and made your co-podcasters hate third and Cole that much more. That is true, Trevor. They do hate it. I think that they're at this point where they hate it and they don't even want to acknowledge it because it just, it, it it just ticks them off so much when they hear you guys mentioning it. Um, But I think if we keep mentioning it over and over on, on, on segments such as the Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame. I think that they're just going to get so angry that they're going to have to discuss it again and tell us how much they hate it. So. It's
2: not anger, it's apathy just cuz like the shared delusion that you've created because as John alluded to earlier, right? Like you're rhyming coal and goal.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he, I he he doesn't very very infrequently Succeeds on 30 goal. Gets a first, not a first down, a touchdown. Uh, so that's, I, I feel like we've outlined our position.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Do you see my delusion of, I, I've deluded the 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 people listening to this podcast. Hey, they're of they're, they're sound mind. See, see, the thing is, Nate, everybody really
1: agrees with me and Mike on this. They're just going along with you just because they, No, it agitates to an extent.
2: So they're actually with us on this. And Mm. John, 99% could be telling of these tweets could be telling Nate that he's crazy, but he's only reading the ones that support his position. Mm. Mm. (laughs) It's not like it's a random
0: sampling. (laughs) Like
2: no one's checking it, but
0: Nate. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) How many tweets do you think I'm getting where people are like, never ever mention third and coal again? Please. Please never mention that. Um
1: Yeah, because I I I send that to you all the time on like six different accounts. You never read those ones.
0: <laughs> John's burner accounts. Even John doesn't have that much uh doesn't have that much time or effort to put into something to create that many burner accounts. <laughs> Um, you know what part of me thinks though, now that you guys mention that is that the listeners know how fragile my ego is. So they don't want to say anything against it so that they're all just going along with it. Like that's part of Mike. They're, they're just like, well, you know, I don't want to crap on third and Cole because you know, Nate looks like he's kind of on the edge and I don't want him to like, you know, I don't want him to go over. So I'll just, we'll just, we'll just be nice about it. So, but keep saying it if you want Mike and John to keep piping up about it. Cause if we keep doing it, I think we're going to make them lose their mind. So, um, by the way, um speaking of player nicknames, heard a really good one this week from a listener, Dylan. And I have to bring it up with you, even though Zach Moss didn't have a good name, or a good game, sorry, uh, it's that one of the things on our podcast, besides, you know, uh discussing the Buffalo Bills, is nicknames for Bill's players. And this is like two or three weeks after we talked about Zach Moss. And we wanted something that kind of like went with motor because of Devin Singletary motor and someone had a really good one and I retweeted it. And John texted me right after he's like, Oh, that's a good one. I like it." So I have to bring it up, John and Mike, maybe John, you've changed your mind, Mike, you can let me know what you think of it. So obviously motor Devin Singletary and for Zach Moss, he has mayhem. And I like that in general, because mayhem is a good, a good uh, nickname for running back just by itself. But when you think about motor and mayhem, I, th- I think we have something here. I think we're, I think we're we're close. If 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 that's not it, I think we're close. So, John, do you still like that that nickname? Before I ask Mike's opinion, John, are you still a fan of it, Motor Motor and Mayhem, Mayhem, like me? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm down. J- I am. I'm I'm down. John likes that one. Zach Mayhem Moss.
2: Mike. I try and never step on enthusiasm, mate, As you know,
0: <laughs> that is not all I know. <laughs> Is not what I know. It feel like you you constantly step on my intuition. But go ahead.
2: I'm not supposed to be around any negativity, uh, but I don't think that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is it just because? I mean, it's. I think John's brought up this point before, but it presupposes that they're they're gonna spend a prolonged amount of time together, right?
0: I just like mayhem. Mayhem is a cool.
2: Yes, but I think you might be predisposed to like that name did you not go for if i may did you not go uh as
0: the character mayhem dress up for halloween i did i did okay uh my wife at the time we weren't married but she went as flow i thought it was one of the more impressive it was it was genius it was very good very well done thank you continue okay now that you've now that you've gotten rid of some negativity go, go ahead That's it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, okay. You just wanted to remember a Halloween costume. Nice. Very relevant way to bring it up. I like it. Um, You know, uh, motor and mayhem. I'm just a fan of alliteration. That's all I can say. Uh, Maybe that's why. Hey, you got it right that time. (laughs) Did I, I'm just going to say alliteration with everything and just hope one, it sticks one in out of five (laughs) times. Like it has Trevor also writes. uh, (laughs) Trevor, who started this 10 minutes ago. Wall of shame. McKenzie can't muff that punt. Also, the O-line was trash 90% of the game. <laughs> Tough to really blame the rest of the team when they can't block for anything. Ah, man, Bills Bills offensive line. We talked about that in the bye week with uh, Sean Murphy of Under uh, Below average, I'd say. Jason Statham writes, Wall of Fame has to be Allen. Slow start, but dragged the Bills out of the trenches and led the team to victory. Third and Cole was also... Very good today. Wall of shame. Who else? The refs. Gettysburg, the Poyer Interception. Basically won us the game. I like the Poyer Interception. <laughs> Big Baller Beanie is in. This is this is the fourth lady listener we've had in fifth. I don't know. I'm really proud of the lady listener. Elizabeth, she was, I didn't read hers. Hers is right above. She read, Elizabeth Chap wrote, I have nothing to add. Everyone else has covered it. That's That's nice. It's nice to say. So, so fifth, okay. Fifth, big baller beanie. She writes wall of fame. My unvaccinated King Beasley finally had the targets per game. He was due for wall of shame at NFL officiating, obviously, but I am really disappointed in Dable's play calling. Definitely lacking any creativity, even uh, King Beasley's uh, throw to the end zone that into, into double coverage (laughs) to Gabe Davis, that was uh, that had some creativity, but yeah, for the most part. Gettysburg, the big hit by M- Matt Milano, momentum shift. You guys remember that big hit? We did not discuss that. That harken, John. You you know this because you're big uh, Bills historian. That harkened back to, um, and I am using that correctly. That last week, I harkened back to something from uh, a week ago, <laughs> which Mike reminded me. Um, you, can you harken back to something that was only a week ago? And we decided that I cannot. It has to span uh, several weeks, months, years, more likely. (laughs) Um, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Thanks. I'm growing. I'm growing. Um, Big baller beanie, alliteration. See, two for two. Um, (laughs) Two for ten. So (laughs) today, Um, John, does that hit that Matt Milano had on Miles Gaskin as he was catching that ball out of the backfield? What? play did that remind you of in bill's history did that harken back to a very famous play that i'm thinking about that you as a bill's historian might remember
1: well it, it didn't until you put it like that
0: <laughs> it didn't because it didn't deserve to be because of what i'm thinking or you just didn't think of it it i mean it wasn't no i i
1: don't I don't know if it deserved to be. It was a great hit. Like I was like, you know, air horns, like, woo woo woo, guess like, I was all about it. But, um, you know, the, the hit, you know, heard around the football world, Stratton on, on Lincoln. I, I don't know if it's that caliber. It's not, but it, it, it was a good hit.
0: Well, I didn't say it was the same exact thing, John. I mean, it just the hit her. It just harkened back to like, uh, it, it made me think of it. It wasn't like, this is the same exact thing. Where the guy he didn't he break like three or four ribs in that guy's. In the AFC was it the sixty three AFC championship? I think it
1: knocked him out of the game, which also helped us win. Because you know, because I think at the time it was much closer, and that we kind of ran away with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bills won the AFC uh, championship, or the AFL championship that year. Right. Right. Okay. So maybe not on the same level. Okay. Okay, John, I get it. Thank you. Um, it just made me
1: think. Maybe instead of saying Harkin, just say think. You know, I, I just thought of that. You know, it made me think of another big hit.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm still working on wait, my bridge. <laughs>
1: Clearly. Harkin seems like, like sig- more significant, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: We're like, oh, maybe think of this other play.
0: Well, it was significant to Big Baller Beanie. She said it was her Gettysburg. So just so you know, maybe it was significant to her. So.
1: Well, it can be. It could be a, a Gettysburg of the game, but maybe you know not but not significant
0: as because that play was. Yeah, it, it had more. That would be yeah. like the Bills taking out like Derrick Henry in a hit like that in a game that was the the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl, right?
1: Yeah, and I, and I'm pretty sure a couple of
0: years later, I keep thinking I was playing for the Bills after that. <laughs> so, you know, win, win, win. Emmett twenty one writes wall of shame Dable first half play calling was bush league offensive line they got dominated all game the refs one play alone has a hands to the face and a push off and neither were called yeah there was a one play i'm glad he brought that up there's one play where the bills were uh where Tua got a a pass off i think it was to Devontae parker again for a third down conversion and um i forget exactly which defensive end for the Buffalo Bills, had his helmet ripped off in pass protection. And I'm pretty sure if your helmet gets ripped ripped off, um, that's absolutely a penalty 100% of the time because that wouldn't have happened unless there was hands to the face, or face mask, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely a play Uh, penalty should have been called there. Wall of Fame, third and Cole, Allen, and the defense kept us in the game when we probably should have lost. I'll take the W. Man, a lot of you guys are in. I won't be able to get to all of them, obviously. Um, but shout out to uh uh Mark Zurich, one of our listeners, and he wrote to us uh it, it was like halfway through the game and the Bills it was a tie of three three. And Is said, Zurich I, his name or his place? Um it's his it's his name. Mm. It's not like Zurich, it's not spelled the same way as like Switzerland or wherever mm. you're thinking. Um not that there's like a ton of Zurich's out there. <laughs> wherever you're thinking, Switzerland or you know Russia. I can't remember anything. <laughs> um, he was like, "I just want to win." He tweeted us. So he's like, "He's like, I just want to win." He's like, "I don't care how." He's like, "We can burn the game tape after, <laughs> after this week, just as long as we come away with the win." And uh, uh, I think he put it perfectly because uh, that's kind of how I felt after this game. Thank you guys all for participating in the Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. Brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. And all right, real quick we're going to do a giveaway. We have a Devin Singletary jersey and we have a T-Public t-shirt. By the way, um we're doing a giveaway on Twitter. Check us out at CTW Pod, Circling the Wagons Pod. We're doing a uh, two T-Public t-shirt giveaways. Excuse me for anyone that's uh that follows us, you just have to retweet us and reply Go Bills. It's our pinned tweet right now. So check that out before I uh put the podcast up as the pinned tweet. Check it out there uh, and retweet and uh, reply. Go bills for we're giving away two winners or we, we have two winners that we're going to give away a shirt for. All right. So the winner this week for AT public shirt and the Devin Singletary signed Jersey are uh, banks face 21. That's banks face 21 who was at the game this weekend. I saw over social media follows us. We follow them and Ken border. Ken border is a second winner. Um, so if you're interested in uh becoming a winner uh, of anything that we give away on the podcast, just leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, mention us somewhere in the podcast description, and mention one of the other podcasts in the network. And uh yeah, that's all you have to do. And uh we'll put you on the list. So thank you guys all uh for doing that. Uh, like I mentioned before, we are going to be at the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh for the entire game, we're going to get a, a table there within the within the sports book. Uh, we're gonna make some bets before the game. So if you happen to be there, uh just message us over Twitter or uh DM us or tweet at us just in case I don't follow you. Uh message us over Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, email us ctwpodgmail.com. Let us know uh you're there. You know, come chat with us if you're interested. Uh we can we love talking bills with you guys, we love talking um betting with you guys, see what you guys bet on. See we'll we'll compare what we bet on because man, we like to do some crazy bets. We're probably gonna have like three or four parlays uh going on. Uh probably hit none of them, but that's always fun just to have it in your head. Because man, like having a betting slip in your hand, I don't know how you guys feel. It's almost like having a lottery ticket in your hand. All you can see is the ways that you'll win. You never think of all the ways that you're gonna lose. Uh, So that'll be fun to talk about if you're there and we're gonna record right after uh, the game, right uh, in one of the rooms that they have reserved for us. So really cool thing. Shout out to Eddie and all of the staff over there at the, uh, at the Delago resort and casino for all of this, for setting this all up for us and allowing us a chance to meet some fans in person and uh, talk bills with uh, other folks. And this was the same um, drafting sports book that, uh, that allowed us to interview uh, Bruce Smith a couple of years ago. So appreciate them sponsoring the podcast, appreciate them helping us out, uh, with the interview and, and, uh, and, uh, every year thereafter. So want to thank all of you guys for listening, all of you guys contributing to the podcast, all of you guys being out there listening to all of the, uh, amazing examples of alliteration that I've had over the podcast, uh, sticking with us. So unless John and Mike have anything else to add, signing off for John. Hey, go Bills. I, I know they mentioned on the, pod, on the uh, podcast, on the uh,
1: telecast, on CBS, but uh, Steve Tasker should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. So uh, let's get the word out. I know there's a Twitter account dedicated to that and a lot of Bills fans.
2: But uh, yeah, definitely he should be in the Hall of Fame. Go Bills. From Mike. Nate, looking forward to hanging out at the Del Lago Sportsbook and Casino next weekend. The Bills, the early line, Bills favored by 11. What do you
0: think? I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking we should take that bet, but only after we discuss it the entire ride over, <laughs> to the, over to the Del Lago Resort and Casino there. So I love it. I love it. And for me, Nate, come say hi to us. Stop over the DraftKings Sportsbook at Del Lago and say hello. Have a drink with us. Tell us who you bet on. Talk about, talk Bills with us. And we'll talk to you guys again next week.
3: Buffalo stand
0: up. It's the
3: mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo. Uh, it's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Bill City. Yo, we got Josh Allen, got Step days we got Cole. Beyond Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition, and it's not even close. Yeah. Ike McKenzie on a jet sweep. Maybe it's a fake. Honestly, it's a TD either way. When you got Diggs and Bees and Gabe Davis. Three-headed single Terry Moss, brader Who gon' stop us? We the greatest. Forget Mahomes. Forget Kelsey. Forget Hill. Come and replay us. Cause we ready to bash him like Boogie. Yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody four. We ready. Kick they bucket like Ike. Yeah, we ready. Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets. I'm hype up the team. Ready Buffalo. This is our team forever. Forever. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Taron Johnson with a pick six. It's just too easy, don't pass it to Trey Wait, Please believe me, we got high right behind him and Poya Free. Please don't run up the middle unless you wanna meet a star. Greg Russo can show you what he's about. Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around them. Our team is grounded over. Oh, yeah. right. Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready. Moving for Cody 4. We ready, kick they buck up like Ike. Yeah, we ready, Dawson Knox with a spike. Are you ready? Season tickets, some hype over the team ready, Buffalo. This is our team forever.